0: And it's a lovely Monday, or whatever day it is in your world. You're listening to Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Jay. And we're here to tell you everything happening in the world of film, art, and culture, particularly here in Billings, Montana, as it pertains to Art House Cinema and the Babcock Theater. Gentlemen, how are you? You're doing pretty I'm well. Good. Yeah. Brian, you had a birthday a couple days ago. Yeah. You look as young as ever. Oh. I haven't aged. Oh. But four days since the last time I saw you. <laughs> you look great. Uh, Brian, uh, speaking of your birthday, what's happening? What do people <laughs> need to know?
1: Um, nothing related to my birthday, but uh, okay, <laughs> this sorry. week we will be opening uh, at a art house. We will have uh, see how they run opening this week. It's. Uh, murder mystery comedy with uh Saoirse Ronan and Sam Rockwell it looks like a lot of fun and uh hope you guys come out and check out just a fun little murder mystery film to play alongside uh the other film that we're holding over uh greatest beer run ever uh that is also pretty fun but also really kind of hits you at times too it's a real uh it, it is a war film in general, as top, as well as some comedic bits in there as well. So um, hmm, do cool. check that one out as well. Uh, and then at Babcock this week, we have on Friday, we will be showing Darren Aronofsky's The Fountain uh, as our science on screen with uh, Nate Bates from Doctor. Billings Clinic. Dr. Dr. Bates. Dr. Bates. Don't get that wrong. Yeah. So
0: No, he's a good dude. I'm excited to have him come in and talk about this film and kind of his experience with it and what he does in his professional life and how it kind of relates to the film. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that one. And then... Uh, Saturday, it is the 100th anniversary of Nosferatu, the German expressionist, uh, vampire story based on Bram Stoker's Dracula, but, uh, just really great, uh, horror film that is silent era, but also just a really great film. So check that one out on the big screen. It
2: really pushed the envelope for special effects and like, even some of the special effects still get used, you know, that was the kind of crazy part about watching this one is the it like them pushing the envelope allows us to do what we can do today. Yeah. In some of those scenes.
1: Absolutely. And then lastly, on Tuesday, the 18th, we have, uh, Billings, Montana state university, Billings, uh, international department presenting petite Maman as part of their, uh, semester on French cinema. So I that one out as a free screening with Ted Kim there to introduce
0: as well. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. You did great. I know. The old age isn't getting to you at all. Nope. It's just sharp as ever. Steel trap. Sharp as a tail. Steel tag. trap in this like old that. noggin. So, uh, we're going to do something new and different today. Uh, Brian had this idea many moons ago to do a from the hat episode where we yeah. kind of pull some different things from the hat and just have a random conversation. And so, I we're see gonna, you grabbed a bowl. Well, I didn't have a hat. I so, a hat. and That's I don't want to use Jake's hat. hat. Yeah. There's who knows what's happened yeah. in that hat. Uh, so I've got a bowl with all the different topics. So, uh, Uh, Brian, you're going to draw one, and then Jake, you're going to draw one, and that's going to be our conversation today because, you know, it's always good to have a good conversation about film, art, or culture. So, Brian, let's start with yours. Okay. You ready? Here we go. What do we got? Uh, I have to talk about the last film I watched. So it's just you talking about it, or we all talk about
1: it? I don't know. I don't know the okay, rules well, that you. Okay, you set. do yours, and then we'll <laughs> all do. We'll we'll all take a turn on okay. the question. Uh, so the last film I watched would probably be. I don't know if it counts as a film. It's. Uh, last night I watched the um, Werewolf by Night that was on Disney Plus, which is sort of like this standalone little horror story that MCU, um, the right? MCU put out. Yeah. Uh, it is based on an old comic from, I like, think, the 70s or something. But, uh, yeah, an hour long, not even an hour long sort of thing. So I don't know if that counts as a film. but I did Let's watch say
0: it. full feature length. Full so, feature yeah.
1: length film would have been uh, I watched – it dropped on Hulu on Friday. I watched the uh, remake of Hellraiser. How was it? Which is less of a remake and more of its own thing with still the Cenobites and in that world essentially, but, um, doesn't follow the same as the 1987 Hellraiser. Uh, it is a decent, uh, update on that story. And, uh, I, I really love the design and the look of everything on that. Um, I'd say about like a B-plus film in that like I was thoroughly entertained. Um, certain things, I, I, I there were times I felt like they kind of dwelled on things a little. Later. It's like, okay, I get it. Let's move
0: on. But yeah. uh, Hellraiser is one of those. So I've never seen it. But yeah. it's one of those VHS boxes that is ingrained in my like m- mind from going to video rental stores and always seeing it and being
2: fascinated yeah. yet freaked out by yeah. Hellraiser.
0: So, Jake, how about you? What was the last feature-length film that you watched?
2: Uh, Yeah, see, I think this one's hard for me. So right now, my wife is in tax season, and we have a two-year-old at home. So I don't Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, can we skip the like Disney movies? I had to watch this weekend. Yeah, the
0: a grown-up film you watched.
2: The last grown-up film I watched. I watched uh, the. Um, greatest beer run ever on Friday, yep. um, to preview it for our audiences. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that it had some, some really great moments to it. Uh, you know, I would encourage everyone to see it. I think everyone can't, one will have a good time watching it. Like it's a, a movie movie, so it's got an easily followable storyline. It's got, um, s- some great stuff that's coming out in the commentary throughout it.
0: So if this is a movie movie, what's the other side of that coin? <laughs> uh
2: not uh, a movie a... cuz i think there's other words i think there's like artsy movie okay. or like you know this is a movie movie it's a musical yeah. movie like i yeah this is a
0: movie movie yeah. got it okay well i appreciate that that was that was really good uh so the last film i watched uh <sighs> was like Three months ago, no, I just watched <laughs> one last week. Uh, and I'm forgetting the title of it. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, let's see if we can
0: guess what no, it is. Well, I, I, we're playing I ta- trades, ta- I talked to you about it. Uh, it's the filmmaker that's coming uh, with the film that we have the poster in Art House right now. Uh, Inna Sheeran, oh,
1: yeah. The- you watch? did you watch in Bruges? In Bruges, yeah. yes,
0: that's what I watched. Uh, and I enjoyed it, it was great. It was, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, I'm glad that I did the, the one right before that uh my wife and i started but could not finish blonde on netflix either of you guys check that thing I've, out i still nicole, want to nicole is here fly on the wall and she watched it <laughs> oh i'm not gonna ask you what you think about it because you don't have a mic but sorry only men gets uh, that was a joke that was a horrible joke <laughs> uh you didn't like it either nicole Frowny face. Uh we couldn't finish it. It was have you
1: either of you seen no, it? No, I've been interested, but I feel like if I am gonna go into it, I'm just gonna give myself like just give yourself half hour chunks and spread it out instead of trying to
0: That might you know. be yeah. It's just it's a lot and it's and it never lets up. Like just the whole time the foot is fully on the gas of the trauma and yeah, it's it's a lot. So, anyways, couldn't couldn't finish it, um, no. and I wanted to, and I feel like it was it was a little too. Uh, again, I haven't finished it, so I I really can't be a full you know critical uh, critique of this, but it just felt like there there was a, a commentary. There was he was pointing at something, trying to talk about it, but I got that out of, in the first fifteen minutes of the film, and then it just kept kind of driving that home that it just became exhausting after a while so
1: anyways so i have heard that she is really good in it
0: she's great okay she's really great she does a phenomenal job which is probably partly why it's so hard to watch yeah (laughs) because it's very convincing uh what she's going through and just the trauma of what we've created around celebrity culture which obviously Mm -hmm. if you don't know blonde is the new marilyn monroe film on netflix and I was excited about it cuz it comes from the director that did uh Assassination of Jesse James which mm-hmm. I love that film and this one just it was just a lot. So, I was I was a little little let down. But uh so that's the last film I watched. Jake, what's the question you got for us today? Well, I have, what did you
1: think of In Bruges? You just I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. I mean, You it, don't expand on it. <laughs> I
0: think well, so I I think that if I had watched it like when it came out and it felt like an indie darling that you're kind of yeah. like this underground thing, I probably would have like shown all my friends. It felt like that yeah. kind of film. Like, I'm going to get the DVD and just make yeah. everybody's night better because I'm going to pop this thing. This thing. Yeah. In. Cause
1: I, I remember catching it in the theater and thinking that it was really good. Obviously, this director didn't, hadn't done anything else yeah. yet. And, it really like there was times when i'm like is this supposed to be like a tarantino-y like yep. thing and then it but then it would like do these tone changes at times that i'm like okay actually i kind of enjoy this but it's a little like it's not fully developed but it's it's a good little film and yeah. then it's grown on me the further Apart from it, I am.
0: The, and the concept of the film yeah. and the way it kind of slowly reveals details about mm-hmm. itself is is really entertaining. Colin Farrell is, I mean, he's he's a great comedic actor. Yeah, and I, there's just something about the accent that just yeah. makes me laugh. I think different too. So, anyways, yeah, I did enjoy it. Good,
2: Jake. What do we got? Song slash artist you discovered from a needle drop. So, will you go so, ahead and define <laughs> needle drop for our audience,
1: Brian? Uh, a needle drop is a pre-existing piece of music that is utilized in a film. So, it's, it, so basically, the soundtrack to Guardians of the Galaxy—that's all needle drop things—as opposed to something like the Star Wars theme, which is the score, sure. or something like uh, "My Heart Will Go On" is not a needle drop because it was, it was written made for, for the, the movie. film. Sort of thing. Okay,
2: gotcha. So read the read the song slash artist you discovered from a needle drop. Just any of them. Okay? No.
0: Who wants to go first? I've got to think for a second.
2: Yeah, that's what I think. This one's hard. Well, I,
0: so I, I mean, I can go first from the standpoint of yeah. most of the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's the
2: playlist we use in art house.
0: To yeah. be completely honest. And it's it's filled with songs that I I recognize, but I didn't know who did it or didn't have a place to go to point at that song and say, I like that song, but it was one of those that you'd hear somewhere. It, you just, it was up there in my brain somehow, right. you know, but when it came on, on that film, I was like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, so that whole, uh, but there's, there's tons of them, uh, yeah. for sure.
1: We did an episode we on, did this, do an episode on back, this so So yeah. I'm trying not to repeat myself on that. So I might need to think a little on that but uh yeah
2: i think for me it's more the movies that do a good job of like the whole picture on those needle drops like the, mm-hmm. the combination of stuff you know we bring up guardians of the galaxy but another one i really really like that's in the same vein as baby driver oh, yeah. um, that's one of my favorite movies and so it did make me go look up all yep. of those artists i have the soundtrack to that one so yeah yeah i think the
0: one that like the the first one that comes to my mind is is garden state which Mm -hmm. is, uh, I don't know, uh, if it holds up. (laughs) Like I haven't watched garden state for years. Um, I I
1: haven't rewatched it for the very reason of like, I want this to exist in my head as being like, I loved this. And I'm worried if I revisit it, it's going to ruin it for me.
0: (laughs) And I think that's what I'm afraid of too. But (laughs) the soundtrack, uh, she, we were dating at the time, but my now wife, she had the soundtrack on CD. It was in the car, like, like, All of those songs, early Coldplay's on there, Shins are on there. Like, there's just so much that is my, like, college career that I, you know, discovered or fell in love with those bands, I'll say, because of that soundtrack. And Kate, the lovely Kate. And oh, and it brought Kate and I together. Exactly. Exactly. Um,
1: I think I probably said this in the Needle Drop episode, but uh, one of the early ones that hit me was. just Like Honey off of the Lost in Translation soundtrack mm-hmm. um, kind of ends the film, but um, that got me into Jesus and Mary Chain. And so whenever I hear that, it's still just that's where my mind immediately goes is seeing uh, Lost in Translation when I was 18 years old. <laughs> so,
2: Yeah. Um, someone that's really great on this too is James Gunn, and he's the director and writer for those Guardians movies, right? Yep. But he is an interesting person. And if you guys have... Spotify or Apple playlists like he is on there pretty consistently like mixing and matching stuff and I've definitely Found my way through some of his playlists. Really? Yeah Okay, good to know
0: look up James Gunn. Okay, last question of the day gentlemen, here we go Brian this one's to you first name a character that made your blood boil um That isn't in this office.
1: Yeah (laughs) um I'd say, I don't know if this is the most I've ever disliked a character, but um, definitely the one, like, the first time that I remember having, like, that visceral, like, I can't stand this guy. And it really, and it was the, um, oh, I don't remember his name. I haven't seen this movie in for but the Green Mile, the the guard that, like, Sabotages oh, the, yeah. the execution and is just constantly picking on the inmates and all that. Like that was just a really well done. Like you're seething with hate for this character.
2: Yeah. It's okay, man. I have a really hard time when we are following a character in a film and they just keep making terrible decisions. Like they they can't learn from their lessons. Yep. I, Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems, makes me yeah. like okay. just full fist clinch. And I can't stand that movie. I've tried rewatching it. Like his inability to learn. And I get that that's the whole point, but it just makes me feel so uncomfortable that, like, he's just ruining his life. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good one. I think Kate uh, is Kate-centric episode. Yes, Kate <laughs> would be on the same boat. She hated that movie because of that man, yeah. uh and that character. Uh, I think the one that jumps to the top for me is the uh, little punk in the the car in the movie Eighth Grade. Yeah, that is trying to take advantage yeah. of the girl, and I just like I. I remember, like the blood boil that was happening. I was pacing the theater by myself on a Friday watching it because I was so mad at this little punk kid and I wanted to just kick his ass. So, worst villain ever in a movie for me is that guy because I think I just had Margot, like my daughter, was she was brand newborn. Oh man, (laughs) she was was brand new. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot happening with that one. So, anyways, who knew eighth grade would have the worst villain ever? So. Mm. All right, well, gentlemen, good to see you. Hope uh, that you're doing well listening to this. We'd love to see you to film soon. We've had a lot of good, busy weeks. we got even more coming up. Lots of stuff happening at Babcock and Art House. So yeah. don't miss any of it at arthousebillings.com if you're interested. Get tickets and find out all the needs to know. So thank you, gentlemen. Bye. Bye.